This is Jeff Cross, and welcome to the April 14th, 2023 edition of Views on the News from the Couch, a baby boomer's attempt to pass along his views on the news. Quick hitters, taxes are due soon, very soon, or at least the extension. The Biden administration blamed the botched Afghanistan pullout on Trump. Question, who will the Biden administration blame for the recent leak of classified documents mostly related to Ukraine? Let's do multiple choice. Will they blame Trump? Systemic racism. Climate change or a golden old used during the Obama-Biden administration. Blame George Bush. Inflation for March was lower and below the forecast. Good news on inflation. Maybe bad news on a contraction or recession. Warren Buffett is investing in Japan. One can speculate why. Maybe to diversify away from the U.S., Maybe because Japan has had sluggish growth for decades, and he thinks that makes them a good investment now. Or because concerns over Chinese production may boost Japanese stocks. Me, I'm fascinated that a 92-year-old man is making a long-term investment play. At my age and health, I'm questioning the wisdom of getting a full tank of gas. Before Elon Musk bought Twitter, it was losing a few million dollars a day. Musk says now Twitter is about breaking even due to cost cutting. Read that staff cuts and that ad revenue has returned after a dip. The government will soon restrict water use related to the Colorado River due to a 23-year drought. What surprised me is they are looking at cutting use by 13% for the three states involved. While 13% may hurt, it is not as drastic as I thought it might be. Is the need due to climate change? Maybe. But it might also be because many millions of people move to a semi-desert area and extensive agriculture occurs in the semi-desert area. The Australian government is recommending that their companies diversify more and not be so reliant on exports to China. Alan Dershowitz on The Der Show said the January 6th non-committee, his words, played Trump's speech on January 6th but cut out edited out, peacefully and patriotically protest. Some are saying Trump should be impeached for asking the state of Georgia to find votes. Dershowitz keys on the word find, says it's not illegal to ask someone to find votes. It is to ask them to manufacture votes. Maybe there is something else out there, but if that is all they have, then Dershowitz says find is not a crime. The MSNBC first webpage is mostly stories about Fox News and Trump. Who was the greatest president? Sick to president since World War I. If they became president now, what would they do? I don't have an answer. I just thought that might be an interesting question. Well, maybe I do have an answer. I would pay money to see what Harry Truman would do. Moving on. Jonathan Turley has a piece where he quotes a Yale editorial writer, a student, by the name of Bianca Nam, who was angry about pro-life students being allowed to set up a table to discuss their views on abortion. Let's quote from the editorial. This is Bianca Nam. Quote, Their smug civility was infuriating. Their invitation for debate inflammatory. I could barely seethe out my opinion about the misogyny of holding such a debate at all. The discussion never should have been entertained because simply opening space for this logical, respectful debate itself is a threat to human rights that should never be up for debate. 
Some arguments aren't worth engaging with and quite frankly are dangerous for even existing, end quote. I feel no need to add my comments. Fox News has an article on PolitiFact checking Ron DeSantis' claim that the Manhattan DA downgrades 50% of felonies to misdemeanors. PolitiFact agreed with the DeSantis' numbers, but added, quote, it's a common practice among peer counties, end quote. Now that is framing. It's a great job of framing. The use of the word peer is epic. The intended implication is that the Manhattan DA is doing what is common in similar cities, and this is a good thing. Many would think this practice is common in uh, many big cities, and that is why crime is rising and people and businesses are moving out. But PolitiFact framed it with the best of them. CNN has an interesting article on the possible unfairness of raising the minimum uh, age for collecting Social Security. It is by Christopher Howard, and the title is, Why Increasing the Social Security Retirement Age is Morally Suspect. Due to the decline in the number of people working compared to those retired, Social Security is paying out a lot more money than it is taking in. Something needs to be done. One option is to raise the minimum retirement age, which kind of makes sense since folks are living longer. The author says this may not be fair because on average, whites live four to five years longer than blacks. He points out that life expectancy also varies by income. For a 50-year-old man, there is a 12-year discrepancy in life expectancy if you are in the top 10% versus the bottom 10% of income. I think he raises some good points, points that should be considered as Social Security is possibly reformed. One point he leaves out is that the Social Security tax is a percentage of your income up to about $160,000, the same percentage. The payout is based on your average income, but it is a sliding scale. 90% is paid on the first portion, then 32% on the next amount of your average income, and finally 15% on the balance. I once did the math and figured that the high-income folks paid in about 10 times what the low-income folks paid in and received in benefits about three times as much. And the high-income folks would likely pay taxes on the Social Security payment, but not the lower-income folks. So the folks who may be living longer are getting less in terms of what they paid in. Maybe that all works out. Maybe it does not. But I think that is good information to mention when one is considering a policy change. And let me emphasize that. I think the author made some good points, but would feel better about his argument if he told the rest of the story. What should be done about Social Security? Just spitballing here. One, increase the age, but maybe only go to 68 or 68 and a half. Two, the Social Security tax is currently 6.2% and ends at 160200 as does the benefit calculation. Increase the 6.2 to 7.5. Also, above 160200 in income, charge 1%. And above a million in income, raise that to 2%. Further, or three, further, tack 1% on to capital gains directed to Social Security and the same for corporate income tax. I'm not numbering this one, but I have a long thought that we should have a carbon tax. Yep, a carbon tax. Oil and gas are extracted from the ground in the United States. If I own the land above, I get money. 
But collectively, I think we as a country ought to get a share of the money from that resource. And why not put it right into Social Security? Maybe $5 a barrel or, a, or some percent. And we import oil from other countries. I don't think we should get a share of that from the standpoint of extraction and ownership, but our military spent a lot of money on protecting the oil. Tax the oil imports and put it towards Social Security. I don't think the free trade folks would have a problem because we are treating domestic and foreign oil and gas the same. To get the legislation passed, we could scream climate change. Get that Swedish teenager to support this move. She screams climate change well. Please note, I probably just got us within spitting distance of balancing the budget and helping the transition to green energy. But Jeff, you might say, our politicians will just use the new revenue to pass massive new spending bills. You would be right. But for a moment, I felt good. Thanks for listening to Views on the News from the Couch. If you like this podcast, please share with your friends. If you did not like it, please share with the rest of the folks you know.